854. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right, man. Last day of the book of Joshua. Last right? day. This will be, bro, it'll be six, what, six books of the Bible, bro. Six like, big ones too, right? So yeah. there's some that moved through in like a day and a half. These ones have been you know, at least a, a week spent in each book. So yeah, I'm excited to keep moving. Yeah, yeah, same. And so, um, man, just picking up where we left off, uh, Joshua 21, right? So he's going to talk about <clears throat> this um, inheritance of the Levites. So they get their land as well. And remember, the Levites didn't have a specific region, right? But they were to be like interspersed throughout all of the regions, right? Why? Well, because the priests, the Levites, were teachers of the law. Right. Right. And because all of God's people need to be instructed in all of God's law, they need to be among all of God's people. Right. And like the more, bro, the more I read scripture, I just see how important scripture is in scripture. Right. Like how important the characters and people of history used God's word and needed God's word just like we do. Yeah. And God sets it up this way by design, right? Yeah. And what, what we need to know, bro, is that scripture isn't just helpful to some of God's people, right? but it's fundamental, right? It's fundamental to all of God's people. Absolutely. And that's what God is trying to instill here by setting the Levites all throughout the land. Absolutely. God's going to, uh, God's going to, um, right? We spent all this time on, geography placement and where folks go it's easy to gloss through that but then at the end right this part is now all right now y'all have your place all right now here's the seating chart so i want to make sure that Mm -hmm. levites are spread out that everybody has close access to them not because they're the most important but because Mm -hmm. no no, they are responsible for teaching my word and i want to be sure that my word flows through and nobody's got to travel these long distances. Nobody has to right. hurdle through these obstacles to get to my word. I want to make sure that my word is at your front doorstep. And so God takes such care for that, that God says, all right, no, 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 listen, this ain't pick your own seat, right? I'm going to make sure to assign seats mm-hmm. here so that my word is close to my people. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So like we talked about, you know, Shiloh is where the sanctuary was, right? Yeah. It was in a specific region. God's tent of meeting or tabernacle. And what's crazy was like, yo, like like you said, everybody couldn't just make it every week, right? Right. right. So God made a provision for that. Um, moving forward, bro, um, you know, the uh the tribes that settle on the other side of the Jordan. Right. Uh Joshua was like, yo, y'all help fulfill y'all's obligation. Now y'all can go back, right? right. So that that um, two and a half tribe can go back and they start to build this altar. And the other nine and a half tribes pull up on them. Like, like yo, hey, yo, hey, oh, whoa, 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 hey. whoa, 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 whoa. Yo, they're like, what are y'all yo. doing? They're like, yo, listen, I, I wasn't old enough back then. I didn't have hands. I hadn't been in war. But I came out and when they started to build this calf, when we got out, I was six years old. And I'm like, yo, something ain't right. And then we was yeah. out in the desert for 40 years. Fam, we just got here. I can't be in the desert for another 40 years. What are you doing? 
Yeah. <laughs> so what it looks like is that they're right. building an altar right, to right, worshiping right. of the God. Yeah. And so the majority of God's people are like, no, bro, y'all are wild. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. that's not what we're doing. No, no, no. And so Yo, chill, chill. Um, what hey. they say, they're, they're like, Yo, chill, chill. <laughs> Well, what they say they're doing, bro, is building this altar to serve as a witness to right. the future generations right, that right. they're a part of the same inheritance. Right. And in the other group, the other group is is suspicious, right. right? And so you even see in the text, man, which is going to set us up for later in biblical history, that the two, <laughs> the two groups, the text literally says they was about to fight, like they right. was about to go into war. Right. So you see like this inner t- turmoil mm-hmm. between the two groups, which is going to actually play out. Uh, in the later narrative. And man, like, I think our antennas should be up at least right. uh, as we see things like this happen. But the other thing that I will say is there is room for godly confrontation Absolutely. within the covenant covenant community, right? Yeah. If it seems as if someone's is worshiping idolatry, it is at least <laughs> incumbent upon you to check, right? <laughs> and make sure that everybody is being faithful to the one God. Right. Because one person's decision affects the whole people of God. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, bro. We talked through this uh, yesterday, after we got off from recording the podcast and started to talk through Galatians, and that's what you see, right? Paul comes through, and Paul saying, "Yo, I'm I'm shocked at how quickly y'all are turning away from the gospel." And mm-hmm. Galatians is a book where Paul starts off and he says, "Yo, no, 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 y'all haven't turned away. I caught this thing at the front end, but yeah. because I love you so much, I'm going to confront." Right? Confrontation is not unloving, right? Not confronting mm. somebody that you're scared is going the opposite way, is the opposite of love, right? The opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is apathy, is not caring, right? So this confrontation right. is showing that, no, no, there is love and care and concern. And I want to make sure that we all make it to the finish line because at the end of the day, and we're we're going to get into this as well, but it's like, no, no. Like, y'all don't forget, God keeps his word. So the plus side of that is, no, look, we're here. Everything God said that he did, he did, right? So that is a great incentive for us to obey. But remember, God keeps his word. (laughs) So his promises about what's going to go down if we rebel, that's also certain. So because God keeps Mm -hmm. his word, those are the great guardrails, right, to keep us in line, right? They attract us to God and we're reminded there's incentive for obeying all the things that God tells us to do, but it's also a deterrent, right? It keeps us on that road because we know God's going to keep his word, uh, even in discipline and judgment. Yep. And so like at the end, you know, like we said, it's, it's cross, take, divide and serve. And so at the end, Joshua is just telling these, his people, like, Yo, man, serve the Lord, right? Serve right, the Lord. Right, right, right. And he's going to give this this farewell address, right? Right. So he's like, no, like, at the end of the day, like, man, you know, God has been faithful, right? He's been faithful. He's He's brought you here. He's given us all of this. And he's like, don't follow the gods of the nations, right? right. Don't, don't acquiesce to the culture. But right. instead, be loyal, right. right? Be loyal to your God as you as you have been to this day. Right. And the idea of loyalty, man, is is important because of the word he uses there is the same word that is used in Genesis two yeah. for Adam and Eve, right? So when when Adam, he says a man will leave his father and mother and cling or be loyal to his wife, 
it's the same idea here where this is a covenant relationship with God that you are to be committed to and um, not committed to the idolatry of the other nations. And so he's going to go on and on about that. And again, reaffirm like, no, like none of the promises, <laughs> not one has failed. Right. Right. Yeah. And that should be the impetus for your obedience, not to get something, but because you have something. Right. 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 God who keeps his promises. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Yeah. And then he leads into uh, history, right? Of all of what God, right. or a history of Israel for this new mm-hmm. generation. But the thing that I love is that the history is full of active verbs as they relate to God, right? So it's like, yo, Israel, I want to talk to you about your history, but I don't want this to be a museum full of monuments of your accomplishments. The most important part of your history is the action of God in history on your behalf. And it's, no, no, God did this, God did this, God did this, God did this, God did this. Remember who's looking out for you, who's cared for you. Remember whose work is determinative of your destiny and let that guide you going forward. Yeah. And I think um, the thing I was just struck with as well is that their memory was important for their identity. Right. right? Like it was something about being reminded of who God was in the past and what he did that was instructive for who they were as a people. And so again, they renew the covenant at the end, bro. And it's like, all right, like, there's no excuse, right? Y'all are witnesses to this covenant we renewed that was laid out by my man Moses right. and now has been fulfilled. Those promises are starting to be fulfilled. And okay, like if you disobey, no was coming. And so you just see like all he's calling them to do, he's not calling them to be extraordinary, bro. Right. He's just calling them to be faithful, right? right? And you see, we're gonna say over and over throughout the Bible that for the Christian, for the believer, for the one who tra- follows the one true God, faithfulness is success right we serve the guy who not only makes promises but keeps promises and all he's calling us to do as his people is to remain faithful absolutely let's pray father we ask that you would help us to remain faithful god uh you've provided all the ingredients that we need for it lord we don't have any lack we have an abundance of your actions of your care in history and we ask father that you would yeah take all of those ingredients father and you would make something beautiful lord we ask that you would mold and shape our faithfulness that you would hold it together uh, until you come back and reign here on the earth lord we love you we thank you it's in jesus name we pray amen